Hey everybody, good morning to you. This is Heidi St. John. Today is Monday, November 27th, and you guys made it through Thanksgiving. Way to go. I am excited today to have a friend on the podcast with me. My friend Wendy Speak is here, and she's going to be helping me answer a couple of parenting questions for Mailbox Monday. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So I get questions, you guys know this, I get questions every week. We talk about uh, what's going on in your world and what's going on in your uh, in your homes and in your marriages. And inevitably, every week I get questions from uh, parents who are frustrated because they're struggling to communicate with their children or they're yelling at their at their kids. So this is the mom who wrote me uh, six weeks ago who asked me to remain anonymous. Uh, sweet mama, this is for you. Um, I'm going to be just, um, well, one of the things I love about Wendy, and I'll link back to Wendy in the show notes today. So if you have not met my friend Wendy yet, I want you to do that. You're going to love her. She's got some encouraging words for you. But one of the things I really want to um, do is remind you as we talk about parenting that the, that the thing you want to do before you do anything else is go to the Lord. Uh, because we're not going to give you a prescription for parenting. God has the prescription for your parenting. We're going to give you some encouragement and some help. So Wendy, speak, my friend. Welcome to the podcast. I'm glad to have you back. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. And I love the way that you even start the conversation about going to the Word, because one of the things I say is before you can even consider your words, you have to consider God's Word. That's Before right. you can write a script that is going to work, that you can speak to your children, you have to go to the scriptures because that's what we want to influence our words is the word. Yeah, that's right. And honestly, the easier thing to do, I'll just be honest, and you can tell me if this is the same in your life, the easier thing for me to do is to pick up a parenting book or to phone mm -hmm. a friend. It's harder to sit in, in quiet with the Lord and ask his Holy Spirit to speak to us. It's just, mm -hmm. I think it, it takes discipline because we want that instant, you know, we want that instant help right now. And and uh, something I'm learning about the Lord is he's rarely early, but he's never late. <laughs> yeah, I love it when a couple of book writers get together and we can talk about this because while we write parenting books, the good book is the best book. That's I right. Mean, that, it has everything you need. God tells us in his word, this is everything you need for life and godliness. Yeah, that's And exactly we just right. happen to write books that point people back to the word because yep. that's the book we need. That's right. And speaking of books, you have a brand spanking new baby book and it's releasing today, right? Today. Yeah. Happy birthday. <laughs> that is so exciting. Well, having yeah. just released a book myself, I can say you've got to be worn out. It's like people don't understand like the contraction process for yeah. <laughs> for yeah. birthing a book. Like, speaking of contractions, this is something, and this might segue us well into the conversation. I knew before I had children that giving birth was supposed to be incredibly painful. What I did not know is that after you give birth, the contractions don't stop. And before oh, know. you know it, you're also giving birth to the placenta. And yeah. so the very first video that we have, the first time I had a baby, my husband's holding the you know camcorder, not the iPhone. And it's zoomed in on the baby, getting all cleaned up, all the birth gunk off him. And you hear my husband's voice go, he's so beautiful. He's so beautiful. And then you hear me in the background scream. And I say, <laughs> what was that? And you hear the doctor's voice say, that was the placenta. And I was like, nobody told me. And I think that's such a picture of raising kids yeah. is we knew that it was going to be painful to give birth. We didn't know what we did not know. Yeah. We did not know we were going to give birth to a placenta. We did not know we were going to give birth to a personality. Yep. We did not know we were going to struggle with our words. 
We yeah. just did not know what we did not know. No, and I think even when even when we do it, it continues to be struggling. It's it's a continual struggle because the children change and what worked last week's not working this week. And I know that this mom who wrote me several weeks ago, um, first of all, Wendy, I'm gonna th- I'm gonna actually throw a a little hardball question at you um, from a listener. But the first listener asked me, she said, Heidi, uh, thank you for your podcast. I am a mom who is struggling in the trenches with three children. Her oldest daughter is 12 and her youngest is six. And she said she's turned into the mom that she never wanted to be yelling at her kids and uh, struggling to, um, she's angry. She said, I'm just, yeah. I've, I'm frustrated with my kids. I'm out of ideas of things to say. And I was like, ooh, this is a perfect podcast for Wendy because the title of your new book is Parenting Scripts. And you're talking the whole, I loved reading it, by the way. And your whole, uh, your whole heart is to teach parents to give them a different ways to, uh, to speak to their kids. You call it Rescripting. So before we get to um, my friend Anonymous. <laughs> yes, my um, good friend Anonymous. My friend Anonymous. Tell me um, a little bit about parenting scripts. Sure, I absolutely will. Well, you know, I was in I was in here with you talking about my last book, which is specifically about mommy anger called Triggers, Exchanging Parents' Angry Reactions for Gentle Biblical Responses. And um, my favorite line from that book is, Figure out what you mean to say before you say something mean. Mm. For women who are stuck in the cycle of bulging eyes and flaring nostrils and spittle flying from your, from your mouth over, you know, at these precious people that you love so much, but you just can't get a handle on your emotions yeah. in the middle of those hard parenting moments, um, pull back, sit yeah. down, slow down. Figure out what you mean to say before you say something mean. And that was a biblical. Um, principle, but we just had to write a follow-up book that takes the biblical principle and and it propels us forward towards practical application. So we want you to figure out what to say. It can't happen in the moments of upset. I mean, I've been on the crazy train and when you are there and the words are coming out of your mouth, you can't stop. Yep. I mean, sometimes it's like, it's a whole jar of ugly and it just all has to get poured out. (laughs) So you need to find a time where you can sit down, you can write down, you can slow down, and you can write down a better response. And so that's what Parenting Scripts is. If what you're saying isn't working, I'm giving you permission, and I'm going to do it with you. We're going to figure out something new. So we go through 31 different scenarios, and some of them, man, you'll be reading through it, and you'll say, okay, that's not my scenario, but that absolutely applies. And we actually give scripts. But every script that we give, we say at the end, this one might not be what you should say, but we hope that it encourages you to stop saying what you're saying. If what you're saying is mean, if what you're doing is tearing down your child and you want to build them up, then you need to find a moment void of conflict where you can write out a better plan. And some of the things that I say, I really go for pithy little (laughs) things. Because if you're anything like me, man, I know how to lecture my kids. Me too, girl. High five. That's right. Right. And yeah. But Every mom who I can give have... a good lecture right now, a moment of silence for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when we come up with something simple, and we can sit down and have a good come to Jesus meeting with the family and say, okay, this is what I'm seeing recurring. And here's my lecture, but here's my short version 
And from now on, you're just going to hear me say this. So one of my favorites is I've got three boys. They're all close in age. There is so much squabbling, either with hands and, or in elbows or feet under the table or with their words, and they're constantly correcting. And one of them will come in, you know, with snot dripping down his face, crying, he's doing this. <laughs> and I will look at that child and say, I agree. I bet that brother did wrong to you, but you tell me who's the only person that you have any power to control. And now he's already heard the entire lecture from me before. Now he's getting the cliff note version. This is the cliff note version and the even shorter version. I'll just walk into a room and say, hey, guys, God's only given you one person to control. Yeah. And, and they're like, okay, this person's doing wrong. I can't do anything about it except, I mean, they know during the lecture I've said, God's word says, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. The only way you can do that is to be in control of yourself. But Heidi, we can we can flip this switch. We can point that script right back at ourselves and say, sweet anonymous mom, hmm. God has only given you one person that you can control. Even moms do not have the power to control their kids. And you don't have the, the power truth. to control the kid. God said, you abide in me. I will abide in you and you will bear fruit. And the fruit of my spirit in your life is love and joy and peace and patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. It doesn't say kid control. It doesn't say others control. It doesn't say husband control. It doesn't say homeschool control. It doesn't say everybody else's emotions and ability to get to the table when they're cotton picking called control. It just says you abide in me. I'll abide in you and you will be able to control yourself. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think for moms who are who are stuck in a cycle, because it really is a cycle, mm. right? Because we say we're going to do better, and then they poke, you know, they poke the bear, you know, whether you've had you've had a bad day. I know because this happened to me. Uh, let me think about it. Two weeks ago, this happened to me with one, one with one of my children, and you know, I, I've been talking to you for a while, but I've been just running on empty, lost my voice, you know, had some. This has just been a really um, difficult season for me, just in terms of just being flat out worn out. And when yeah. you're worn out and you haven't, you haven't had time to even just hit the reset button in your own life and your kid comes up to you and says the one thing, mm -hmm. you know, that you, that they both, that you and that you and that kid both know is going to send you over the edge. And you don't mean to say the thing, you don't want to say the thing, but you're like, you know what, actually you asked for this, you know, mm -hmm. you knew that if you said A, B and C, this was going to be my response. What do you say to that mom who, um, I mean, besides, you know, be the mom and and you're the grown up, but she feels like her child, and I think this is what Anonymous is saying. She's saying that she is feeling like her child is purposely pushing those buttons in her and um, not in, and would not receive or has not received what she's been trying to say. What do you say to that mom? Yeah, man, there are so many conversations that we can have. Um, I do think recognizing that, and we're just going to get this one out of the way, that your exhaustion can be your trigger mm -hmm. and that it's not actually your child that is your trigger. The child is being a child. The child may even be a, a, a lousy child in that moment, <laughs> but we have the choice to respond to their immaturity in an immature way or to which respond in a mature way. And if in that moment you cannot respond in, an, in a mature way, it is okay 
to not parent in the problem. I don't mean permissive parenting. I mean, it is okay even with your practically grown children, your teenagers to say, you know what? In this moment, I cannot cope in a loving way with what you have just said to me. I need you to go to your room. This is not a toddler timeout. This is go hang out there, read a book, do some, you know, do whatever you'd like to do. But I need you to not be with me right now. And you need me to not be with you. I am going to pray. I'm going to figure out what I need to say before I say something mean. And I hope that you might do some time talking to the Lord about what you're saying and what you're wanting to hear from me too. Hmm. Well, and I, and I love I, this because you've just put it back on your child too. You've just said, listen, you have as much responsibility in this relationship as I do. And since I'm the one who's the grown up here, it's it's up to me to model what this is supposed to look like. And so in the process of, you know, sort of uh, taking, ratcheting down the pressure, you're also setting a good example and you're having your child own their own uh, own their own response to you. Yeah. And back to the idea of scripts to write out from now on when there is stress and I'm not able to keep my crud in, I'm going to ask my child to go to their room. I don't care what the age of the child is. I mean, you can have, you have grown up children that come I do. home and you can say, listen, I'm so glad that you've come home. I love spending time with you and the grandbabies. But right now, what you've just said has hurt me, or I just I'm overwhelmed and I feel like I'm not being kind. I need to just pull away for a moment, and maybe it's you saying I need to go to my room. Yeah, I was just going to say the same thing. I don't think you don't, you can't tell your adult children to go to their room, but you can say no, I'm going to I'm going to go pull to yours. Away. I'm going to go to my room. <laughs> <laughs> to your room and take your children with and you. And take your children with you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to give myself a timeout, permission to have timeout. And I think moms need that. We we need it. And I think even for someone like um, like you and someone like me, you know, we've written books about parenting. We love um, mothers and the process of raising children, but it is challenging. And I think it's important for us to recognize not only is the challenge shaping the heart of our child, but it's also shaping our heart. And I love the way that you uh, direct women back to the word of God, because it, it seems to me like you're giving them practical ideas. Uh, and I love this idea of scripting, but you're also, it seems to me like having some fun in the process. Because at some point, you know, I'm always telling parents on the podcast, parenting is hard. At some point, it has to be funny. Like at some point, we have uh-huh. to we have to be able to look at ourselves and go, okay, look at me. I'm, you know, 45 years old or 48 or, you know, 35 or whatever. And I just fell for that again. And I yeah. wonder what the Lord says to uh, to himself when he sees me. You know, I wonder if he's just going to God the Father going, yeah, we've we've talked about this before, but um, I'm going to have to keep working with her. I'm going to have to keep working with Heidi. <laughs> She hasn't, she hasn't quite gotten there yet. And I love that you're not heaping condemnation on these moms, but you are doing what the Holy Spirit does best, which is to encourage and uh, convict, not to condemn. So that's something I really appreciate about your approach. Oh, thank you, Heidi. And really the ladies out there that are listening and the dads too, there isn't, there isn't a Hey, when they do this, when your little person gets out of bed during nap time, when your big kids don't come to the table when they're called, when they do come to the table and there's broccoli and there's like meltdowns and you've been cooking for the last hour and a half and you just want to lose it, here's what to say. There isn't that. And parenting scripts is partly that, but what it really is, is it's permission. If what you're saying isn't working, 
stop throwing spaghetti at the wall in the moment to see what sticks because sometimes it's going to be good. Sometimes it's going to be bad. If your kids are coming out of bed at nap time and sometimes you spank them and sometimes you threaten them and sometimes you bribe them and sometimes you just collapse on the toddler bed with them and fall asleep. Um, you know, we, we've heard it time and again that we need to be consistent. And for many of us, the only thing that we're consistent at is being inconsistent. Mm. So sit down, slow down and write down a response that you think is biblical. Let, let something scriptural be yeah. your script. How do I want to respond to my child's sinfulness that doesn't involve me joining them in the sin? Because yeah. when we don't join them in the childishness, but we stay in control of ourselves, it's very possible, Heidi, that they're going to know they've done wrong. But when we jump in again with the eyes bulging and the nostrils, flaring in the spittle flying, the only thing that they know is that mom's out of control. Yeah. And so let's in a moment where we're not out of control, figure out what we can say when that child does that thing that they always do. Remember your two-year-old is doing their job being two and they need you to do their your job being 42. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and I, and, parent them. and I love, I love that you're basically saying we get that it's not easy, <laughs> right? We yeah. understand that this is going to be, this is going to be, this is tough, but I know that these moms can do it because we do everything that we do, especially as mothers needs to be done through the power and, uh, and the presence really of the Holy spirit in our lives. And that's why I started off the podcast today saying, Hey, moms, you've got to go back to the word of God. We've got to get back to um, where we know the answers are, because certainly uh, we're watching in the culture today, every single day, I've gotten to the point where I'm afraid to like, not afraid to, but it's not very much fun to listen to the news anymore, because it just seems like every day uh, we're making uh, steps as the culture farther and farther away from the word of God. And my husband and I were talking about this the other day, and I'd be curious to to hear um, what you think about this. But my husband and I were talking about the other day, that as believers right now, we've been given, I think, a little bit of a reprieve. And in other words, there's not the, uh, we don't see as much pressure and even persecution on Christians in this country for speaking out as we did um, even a year ago. Uh, not as much fear. But to me, this is time to really train believers to take whatever little window the Lord is giving us and go on the offensive and really say, hey, moms, be as bold as we can. We go to the yeah. word of God for it for every every answer that we need pertaining to life and godliness. So every yes. answer that we need for parenting, every answer that we need for the questions the culture is asking, every question that we have, uh, we want to direct ourselves first and then our children, because that's our those are our, uh, our responsibility first, and then uh, other women around us. And I appreciate you stepping into that um, into that gap for women, because I believe that these women, and I know you do too, um, that we don't have to have all the answers before we can start modeling what answers we do have for other yeah. moms. It's so important. And sometimes the best modeling of all is asking for forgiveness. I mean, hello, sweet anonymous mom, to to say to your children, I am sorry, I've done wrong. And we want so desperately not to sin. We want so desperately for our children not to sin. But I am passionate about the gospel. I'm passionate about my children knowing Christ and the only doorway through which we can experience salvation. I mean, I know that Christ is the door, but the way to get to that door is to have sinned. 
And yet we so desperately don't want it. So what a model of what the gospel is when we can come and tell our children that we're sorry and tell them how we've experienced forgiveness from the Lord and we can move forward um, as a new creature and make better plans, prepare better words for the next time our kids mess up and model that for our kids and model the transformation the transformed life. I mean, this sweet mom might be tired of being convicted. So I've been there. Let's start being transformed. And what a picture of what Christ can do in a sinner's life that we're going to paint for our kids. Yep, that's exactly right. Hey, Wendy, we're out of time today. I've got an idea, though. Um, I know that we're coming into the holidays right now, right? We just, we survived Thanksgiving. How was your Thanksgiving? My Thanksgiving was good. Thank you so much. You know, it's just a lot of play with the boys. Good That's right. Time. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, of, well, and I always think the holidays come and I'm just like, really? Because all I want is a nap. You know, my kids, what do you want for Christmas? I want five minutes to myself. <laughs> I just want to be quiet. But I want to come back on Wednesday, uh, if you would. And we'll talk just real briefly to the homeschooling mom who is taking on uh, the cookie, you know, the the uh, the cookie exchange and making the decorations and going to see the Christmas lights and see the Christmas the singing Christmas tree. And she's kind of frustrated because she's not getting school done. And she yeah. might need a little help with her scripting for getting through the holidays. And actually, this would apply to every mom, but to homeschool moms in particular. So would you be willing to come back on Wednesday and we'll give that a shot? Of course. Awesome. Of course. Hey, everybody, you can check out Wendy's new book. It released today. And you can find that. Wendy, where can they find it? They find it on Amazon for sure. Amazon's the easiest place. Amazon.com. And um well, if you're doing it today, Cyber Monday, Amazon might even have a coupon for you. So check it out. I love it. So check out uh, Wendy's new book, Parenting Scripts. I think you guys are really going to be encouraged by that. Also, today is the day that I am releasing all of our Christmas boxes. So if you're interested in finding a gift idea from uh, Heidi St. John Ministries or from The Busy Mom, like we're we're making, uh, we've made some gift selections for you at a reduced price and they'll come together and bam, your Christmas is already done. And it will include, in some cases, conference tickets to where I'm going to be uh, next year. So check that out. We're doing specials today, obviously, for Cyber Monday, and those will continue through the end of the week. And so trying to make your uh, Christmas shopping a little bit easier for you and hopefully pass some encouragement around too. So I appreciate you guys listening. We'll come back on Wednesday with Wendy and we'll be talking about parenting scripts for the homeschool mom. I'll see you back here then. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.